0: Kind World is sponsored by American Public Media, presenting the podcast, The Slowdown. The Slowdown offers five minutes of calm every weekday. One of the most celebrated poets of our time, host Tracy K. Smith, provides insight and poetry that offers a few moments of reflection. Listen to The Slowdown wherever you get your podcasts. Check out Business Casual, a new podcast by Morning Brew. Every week, host Kinsey Grant breaks down the biggest stories in business with the biggest names in business. They're diving into everything from the economics of influencer marketing and the booming fitness industry to the myth that is work-life balance and the ins and outs of M&A. Listen to Business Casual wherever you get your podcasts. I live close by and I went by that gas station every morning and I would beep my horn. And he'd run out from the station office screaming,
1: Love you! We love you!
0: <laughs> and I wasn't even stopping
2: for gas. Your first interaction with Kareem is him filling up your gas, saying how you feel, and you sign the thing and you're off. All right. So, okay, <laughs> I remember the guy, kind of. Then the second time, your wife's in the car. Oh, is this your wife? So it kind of builds, and then just... He's like, your brother. He's cooking dinner for you. Yeah, yeah, he's cooking dinner for you. Yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. So (laughs) he had a hot pot, and he put it on top of the tire fixing machine, you know. This one area is like, it's it's sterile, you know. (laughs) And he would just make this food and call me whenever it was done. He's kind of like a gas station
0: therapist. He didn't talk much, but he listened deeply. Like, I mean, I'd be sitting getting my car filled up with gas... And he'd say, How's your mother? And I'd start crying because my mother was in the hospital. And, you know, he just let you say what was painful.
2: Basically, that's all he did all day Mm while he he, he pumped gas. But pumping the gas, there's an automated thing there, right? You just (laughs) put it in and, and start it, right? That takes about six seconds. And so, really, the rest of his day was really all about just offering little acts of kindness.
0: I was very worried about him because he was losing weight and he would brush it off and I was really getting worried and then we went away and when I came back it was like
1: oh my. When I found out that Kareem had cancer I felt we had to as a community show him how much we cared about him, how wonderful he was. I certainly felt that way. I hoped that other people felt that way. But I wasn't sure. We sent out one email to the neighborhood. Kareem has been diagnosed with lung cancer, and the money just started pouring in. I mean, I can't tell you. The cards that came with the money, from all over the world, people who had moved away years ago and somehow found out about it.
0: was afraid to be a burden on the others mm-hmm. and I had to reassure him that he is not a burden. Let them do you deserve it. You are a person that is loved by everybody. Let them do what they are doing.
1: Someone actually offered an apartment to Kareem because previously he had been living in Watertown, I believe, mm-hmm. and a third floor walk up that was had no air conditioning. So this apartment was very close to the gas station and was very comfortable for Kareem. And he gave it to Kareem rent-free for the rest of his life.
2: All of a sudden I started hearing about what people were doing and started to hear more of the story about Kareem. That is, he was married and is married, and his wife and kids were in Lebanon, and he supported them from the U.S., and, and he wanted to be buried in in Lebanon, and and here's a man who really had worked his whole life, but had given his money to his kids and his wife. And how in the world could you afford fifteen thousand dollars to send his body back to Lebanon? And it started to become apparent that this was going to happen.
1: <laughs>
2: People were going to make it happen. He knew. Yeah, and And we we did. And it did. I think this made his last days
1: very peaceful to know that he is going to Lebanon.
0: There was this invisible community that we had no knowledge of. And Kareem was at the center of it. (laughs) And it was only in his dying and in in his death,
1: really, that we became aware of each other. I mean, he had more visitors than I think anyone who's ever been in that nursing home. His side of the room was filled with cards, flowers, food, everything. And his roommate, Bart,
2: nothing, nothing. And Kareem told me, Bart has no one. Like, so he'd always offer him things, talk to Bart. And
0: even though Kareem was suffering, you know, he was taking care of Bart, too. I would always whisper to him thank you for letting me take care of you and he would just tap my hand <laughs> but it was an honor to take care of him watching this very special man confront death with this amazing dignity and grace was a gift what Kareem taught me is that never forget sort of the day to day that there is this incredible beauty in a kind word, a gesture.
2: I think one of the things that's important is I think he had a painful life.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Everybody has mm-hmm. pain in their life and and it affects people in different ways but somehow Kareem just turned it into love. What would happen if you offered little acts of kindness seven days a week for twenty-five years, what would that do? It would do a lot, and it has done a lot.
0: Kind World is produced by WBUR Boston. You can find more
2: stories of kindness and share your own at WBUR.org slash kindworld.